Hello, my friend. Welcome to Dear Matchmaker Podcast. I am your host with the most matchmaker and dating coach, Kat Cantrell. Welcome to the show. My friend, do you know that we, the show is, uh, the last time I checked, it is streamed in over 36 countries, which is incredibly exciting. Uh, and as you all know, this show is designed for you. It's a labor of love. It's something that I have created to help create clarity and help you navigate through all of the static and the noise of what dating is about. And it can be overwhelming. It can be underwhelming. It can be just to a point where you just want to give up. And I want to be that guide for you. I want this show to bring you more clarity quicker, to give you the tools that you need to navigate through your dating life successfully, to help you fall back in love with the idea of being in love again. And I feel like part of my job too is not only uh, giving you these tools, but to help people people again. Because I, I, I do... I do think we're a little hypersensitive, me included, me included. And I remember like slowly getting back out into the public again and speaking again and having events and being like, feeling like I was a little out of practice, quite honestly. So I feel like that that's part of my mission too, is to help you understand like, am I in the wrong or am I in the right or understanding and giving yourself grace and giving those that you're going on dates with, giving them grace too, and understanding what all of that is about. So thank you for being here. Uh, I want to remind you before we go into, I only have two questions for you today. Or I'm, I'm only answering two questions today because they're a little complex. And one was actually asked to me in person and one was actually emailed to me, but they're both, I think it's interesting how like the powers that be, the universe kind of delivers me questions, uh, the same type of question, but delivered in a different way. But one, you'll see, you'll see what I'm talking about. And I'm going to dive into that for in just a moment. But I want to remind you that this podcast is a labor of love and it's brought to you by my agency, The Heart Agency, where I offer matchmaking services dating coaching, online dating profile makeovers, singles events, seminars, you name it. We're all about it. If you haven't checked us out yet, check us out, theheartagency.com. If you're interested in any of our services, if anything, join our free database. It's absolutely for free and you have nothing to lose other than maybe possibly being set up on a date by me. I mean, who wouldn't want that? So make sure and check it out, theheartagency.com. All right. I have an announcement coming my way for my single ladies. Don't worry, gentlemen. There is something that's coming your way, but I'm not ready to announce it yet. So I have talked a lot about attachment theory and about attachment styles. And I've been having a lot of conversations face-to-face -face, over Zoom, through email about attachment theory. And I have decided that I'm going to put together a free workshop 
for my single ladies talking about attachment theory, talking about how you knowing what your attachment style is, how it can completely open the doors, understanding more of the type of person that you're looking for and the type of person you're not looking for and what's going to create that secure relationship for you to help you succeed, to set up that foundation to where you can have that long-term relationship. And if your goal is marriage to hopefully end up marrying being married one day, right? So uh, stay tuned. It is coming in June. Space is limited, but it's completely for free. I've never done it before. This is brand new. I'm excited to take all of this knowledge and give it to all of you for absolutely free. So stay tuned. I probably will be able to release how to sign up within the next few weeks. So please make sure and stay tuned. Free workshop is coming your way. And I also have a free in-person and online seminars coming your way as well. So please make sure and stay tuned to that. All right. I can't thank you enough for sending in your questions, for asking me, asking me these questions and allowing me an opportunity to answer. And some of these questions get asked face-to-face and because I do a lot of networking in my community. And when you tell people that you help people find love, Uh, that you're a matchmaker and a dating coach, people do have a lot of questions. And that's one of the beauties about this show is that I can take these little pieces that I gather, these questions that I gather from people and deliver them to your ears to hopefully create more clarity and maybe possibly that these are the same questions that you're having. And these questions that I'm bringing you today are not about A lot of my podcast episodes are about the initial like moving from the app to in person, going on those first couple of dates. But what happens when you've been dating for a little while and you're ready to take it to that next step? So those are the questions that I'm going to be answering for you today. So are we ready? Have I rambled on enough? (laughs) All right. I'm ready to dive in. Are you? All right. I got my handy dandy uh, iPad here. So here we go. So question number one actually was asked to me uh, at a networking event. And so I thought that I would go ahead and share it with you here. So question number one, the guy that I'm seeing has asked me to be exclusive. How do I know if being exclusive is the right thing to do? This is my first relationship in two years. My last relationship was abusive and I can't tell whether or not I don't want to be in this relationship because either I'm afraid or because I don't like him that much. The sex isn't that great and I'm on the fence. What should I do? Signed, afraid to commit. Okay. So this was a question that I got asked and I did ask a couple of questions in regards to this main question. And I'm going to share with you what I told her. And the first thing I want to address about this question is that when people say that the sex isn't great, without going into a lot of detail, and actually I am bringing on a guest, we are going to talk about sex and dating. That's coming your way. But I want to address that when we first start being intimate with someone sexually, it's going to be awkward at first. It's not the, this is not the movies. <laughs> this is, I, I, I want to make sure and reiterate that to you. This is not the more, this is not, this is not the movies. This isn't something that when, when we first start 
creating intimacy, you know, we started creating intimacy emotionally and then we start creating intimacy physically. It's awkward for everybody. It's the first time that the two of you are doing something, this type of thing together. So if you find yourself that the sex isn't great and whatever that means to you, sex can get better. And especially sex gets better with communication. So if you've already established that secure relationship foundation to where you can openly communicate with one another, if you have needs that are in the bedroom that aren't being met, then it's your job to be your own advocate and to communicate those needs. And as you communicate those needs with one another, and you've already built the foundation of being having security within one another, trusting one another, knowing that you're emotionally available to one another, then the communication becomes a lot easier. And the reason being is because you're vulnerable and you know that this is a safe place. So if you are, if it's awkward at first, it's supposed to be awkward at first. It's not supposed to be awesome. It's supposed to be awkward. <laughs> and then as time goes on, as you communicate your needs to one another, it gets better and better and better and better. Okay. So I just, I want to make sure and I want to make sure and address that. Because on the flip side of that, if you find someone that everything is super hot and heavy at first, I promise you it's going to fizzle out very, very quickly. Because most likely you haven't developed the communication, the trust, the vulnerability with one another, and it's going to fizzle out and it's going to die. That romantic uh, love that happens so quickly, it does fizzle out. So if that's the case, most likely you haven't set the foundation, so it's going to fizzle out no matter what. It's not always going to be that way, okay? So, and I don't want to get into all of that, and we can, to me, that's a completely different podcast, but I want to make sure and address that because I think that that's important because, again, we compare our lives. We can't help it, but we compare our lives to what's on social media, to what's in the movies, to what's on TV, and that's not reality. It's not. It's not. I mean- you're all not here for me to tell you what you want to hear, right? <laughs> You're here for me to tell you what you need to hear, okay? So that's the first part of this question. The second part is when you are faced with whether or not to be exclusive to someone, there is, she brings up a really good point, meaning is this, am I afraid to be exclusive to someone because the walls that I've, that I've put up where I'm afraid to let someone in, I'm afraid to be vulnerable, I'm afraid to be hurt, I'm afraid to uh, start, what happens if it's the wrong one? What happens if I make mistakes? I mean, these are all conversations that you have to have with yourself, right? So is it the wall that she's putting up or is it because this person isn't a good fit for her? And maybe possibly this person is forcing the intimacy or forcing the commitment much sooner than she's ready for. Because that's the thing too. Anytime that something feels forced, meaning it makes you extremely uncomfortable, it all goes back to you communicating what's going on, what's going on. Because the person can't read your mind, right? So it's up to us to say, if you're in this dilemma where this person says, I want to be exclusive with you, but you're still on the fence on whether or not you want to be exclusive with them, you need to open up and have a conversation and to tell them your worries, your concerns, what's on your heart. And if you find yourself to where you're able to express yourself 
and communicate what's in your heart and what's in your mind and why possibly you might be afraid of committing because of maybe possibly the walls that have come up. And that person gives you the reassurance and gives you the confirmation and it puts your mind at ease, then you have your answer. If the, if the, if the reason why you're afraid to commit is because a wall's been brought up, then communicate your needs. And if they are able to help put your mind at ease, that they've got you there, that they got you, that this is that you're in it together, that they will give you the reassurance that they're, that they are in it, then that's your answer. Then you know, it's a wall to, to break down the wall and to allow that person in and, and commit to them is to me, that's your answer. Now, I want to make sure and do full disclosure here. If you're not ready, then you're not ready. So anytime that someone is bringing up to the, wants you to be exclusive, but there's something about, about it, or you're just flat out not ready to the point where you can't communicate your needs, or maybe you just don't have enough trust in this person to be able, or vulnerability with this person to be able to communicate those needs to them, that it's not time to make it exclusive. But if you're dating with intent and you are truly interested in this person, give it some time. There's no rush. And you can tell them that, that I really, again, this all goes back to communication. I really like you, but these are my reservations or I really like you. Can we, can, can we take it a step at a time? And I think that when you are open and you communicate with them truly and what your needs are, you'll be able to figure this out quicker than you think. Now, I did ask her a couple of other questions where she was, because her relationship, she hadn't been in a relationship for a couple of years, and she did disclose that her last relationship was abusive. There was a part of her that thought that she was settling because comparing this relationship to her last relationship, it seemed so much better. But there were still some things that were inside of her that were telling her that this isn't right. And I was asking her these things. Have you communicated with them? Have you let them know how you're feeling? Have you told them about these things? And she had disclosed to me that um, there was a lot of pushback and there wasn't any wiggle room and he wasn't willing to really truly listen or make any kind of compromise. And so in this case, I told her that if he's already showing you that there's no compromise and if he's already showing you um, it's do or die, it's black or white, then you're already kind of getting your answer where this person most likely isn't your person. We all deserve someone in our lives who's willing to work with us, who's willing to make compromises, who's willing to not everything is black and white, their way or the no way. That's not a compromise. That's not 50-50. Compromise is about what are your needs? Let me see what I can do to satisfy your needs and to help your needs. And these are my needs. And what can you do to help me with mine? This isn't my way or no way. It doesn't work that way. And from what I was gathering from her, that's what she was saying, is that it was more like his way or no, no way. And I told her that you're already having your answer. <laughs> there already are some red flags. And if it's already starting to be this way from the very beginning, then most likely this person isn't your person and you should probably cut ties. And I think Again, this is why when it comes to this, and I have the second question is kind of on the flip side of this, and I'm going to address that here in just a moment. 
But I think when it comes to committing and to taking it to the next step, this whole concept of wasting time, to me, if you are truly interested in that person and you have communicated your needs to them and they're not listening or they're not willing to make any budge, then I think that you're already going to get your answer, but you'll never get your answer until you communicate these needs. The skies are not going to open and create, and you're going to, your answer is going to drop from the sky. You have to put forth the effort. You have to put forth the work of being your own advocate. And this is with everything in life, our careers, our health, our relationships, everything that we do, we have to be our own advocate. People cannot read our minds. It's up to us to stand up for what we want. And then it's funny because even in my previous life, I used to work in health insurance. I know, crazy. But we, I used to teach that to my clients all the time when it came to their health. and their health. Your doctor doesn't really know what's going on. It's up to you to go into that doctor's office and go, hey, something isn't right. I need, you, I need some help, right? You have to be your own advocate. And love, when it comes to love and we're involving two people, it's up to us to truly communicate our needs and to listen to our partner's needs and understand their needs too, right? So it's, it's, it goes both ways. So I know that was a very, very long answer, but I feel like there's a lot of gray that's in this. And I feel that ultimately you'll get your answer. And if you, if someone wants to commit and you're not excited about committing that's the first, that's the first, like, to me, that's the first sign to yourself where you say, okay, I'm not excited about committing to this person. Why? And this is what she did. This is, she had that awareness enough in her to go, okay, I'm not excited about commitment. And I really want a relationship, right? You know, you really want a relationship, but you're not excited about commitment. And if we go back to the attachment theory, part of my questioning with her was whether or not she was avoidant. And that's when you say to yourself, okay, am I avoiding because the intimacy, the threat of intimacy is there to where am I pushing it away because I'm afraid of intimacy and I need space or is it because of this or is it because of this or is it because of this? So these are, again, these are all things that I help with my clients. I help them navigate through this to really sit down and, and to figure out what all of these feelings are and what's going on in order for you to decide, are you wasting your time or are you, is this really your person? Are you willing to make that next step with this person and why or why not? So these are those things where it's not one answer. This, this is why the Dear Matchmaker podcast has this format. There is no, you could answer, you could ask me a question and just give me a little bit of a twist and I would give you a completely different answer. There's no like rules. I mean, rules are meant to be broken sometimes, right? So like, that's not what this is. There's no rules. So every question has its own unique twist. And I, and I would give you a different answer. So that leads me into my second question. Okay. Sorry, I've got this leather jacket on and um, I really like it. I really, really like it. Uh, but uh, I feel like I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if you can hear it or not, but anyway. Okay. So here we go. So question number two. I've been seeing someone for a while. I'm trying to take it slow, but I don't know if I'm being blind, being blind, or maybe the guy isn't available and I'm wasting my time. The guy is great and the, and I'm, 
And I enjoy, sorry, my handwriting is really bad. I wrote these out. And I enjoy our time together, but it would be nice to know if I'm in the running for a chance for it to be more down the line. Signed, how do I know? Okay. Again, same answer, maybe a little bit of a twist. So the first thing I would do is I would sit them down and I would say, first off, you need to communicate. So you've been spending time with this person, you know, what's going in a direction. Uh, and this is when, again, if there is sex that's involved, this is when things get a little bit tricky because sex can create a false sense of intimacy because of the, um, oxyco the oxytocin that I always, always want to say oxy, <laughs> it's oxytocin because oxytocin gets released during sex. And so it creates like this bond in this, in this false intimacy with someone. So this is why I always say about sex to, you know, kind of hold it off until you know really the direction that it's going. But it can be hard because if you feel that it is going in a certain direction, but you're not getting that feedback back, how do you have that conversation? So this is what, this is what I would tell you to do. You would sit them down and say, I really like you. And I think it's important to disclose that a lot of people don't have this conversation because they feel that they're being needy. And I've had many conversations like this where people are afraid to express their needs because they are, they are coming across as being needy. I want to, your needs are not being needy. It's not, I had, I had this whole like uh, video talking about the difference, like having needs and being needy. Being needy is a completely different, and we're not going to cover that, but when you have needs of a relationship, it's not being needy. It's society that has told us like, how dare you sit, especially with women, how dare you sit down and talk about that you have needs <laughs> in a relationship. And if you have needs, that must be your, your needy. No, we all humans, all humans, all of us, all of us, all of us, all of us have needs. All of us do. It's just women find it difficult to express those needs because they're afraid of being clingy. They're afraid of being needy. This is, of course, society's way of giving us negative, um, getting us like negative feelings about uh, having needs, not being able to express them. So that's the first thing I would do. Sit them down and say and communicate and say, I need to have a conversation with you. I am catching feelings for you and I want to know where this is going. Where do you see us going? So that's the first thing. Now, if your intention is that you, your goal is to be in a committed relationship. Oops. If that's your goal is to be in a committed relationship. And their answer says, and they come back and they say, I just want to take things really slow. I don't want to rush anything, which this is common and most likely in avoidant attachment styles, by the way. I would ask yourself, is this person worth waiting for? Because your needs have every right to be met. And I would express to them, I am looking for a relationship. I am looking for a committed relationship. And I really like you. How do you feel about us? 
where do you see this going? And if they tell you that they are not also on the same page as you, that they are just taking it day by day, just going with the flow, I think that you're getting your answer. Because when people want a committed relationship with one another, it's important for us to sit down. And if one person says, I really want to have a committed relationship with you, or I want, this is what I want. And the person says, this isn't really what I want. It's not your job to, again, dismiss your needs and to fill their needs. Well, since they really don't want a relationship right now, and since they want to take it day by day, I'm just going to wait it out and see what happens. Absolutely, 100% not. Because here's the thing. You're expressing your needs. This is what I want. I have feelings for you. Where do you see us going? Or are you willing to take this next step with me? And if they say no, or they just want to take things slow, or we'll see where it goes, you have to make that decision if that's what you want. But to me, as your coach, you're saying that you want a committed relationship. You deserve to have a committed relationship. You deserve someone who's going to show up to the table as you are showing up. You deserve to have someone in your life who's willing and wanting to be committed to you. You should not have to jump through hoops and do what they want. This is, again, I'm going back to my first question. It is 50-50. They have needs and you have needs. If your needs is to be in a committed relationship and their need is not to be in a committed relationship, then you owe it to yourself to listen to your own needs over theirs. You deserve to listen to your own needs over their own. Because here's what's going to happen. You're going to give it the benefit of the doubt. You're going to be like, okay, and you're going to let some time pass, wasting your time, right? This whole thing about wasting time. If you feel that you can wait however long that you want to wait, or this, here's the thing. It's not even all of that. Let me back up for just a second. Is this your person? Is this your person or is this someone that you really, is this someone that you really want to be in a relationship with or is this someone that you want to be in a relationship with? Meaning, Is this person truly the person that you've been waiting for and that you want to have in your life? Are you head over heels about this person? Can you not imagine your life not having this person as a part of your life every day? Is this truly your person? Do you want to have a relationship with them or do you just want like the idea of having a relationship so you're not wasting your time? Maybe truly that that's the question. And If I were you, I would sit down, I would express your needs, I would tell them what you want, and I would listen to their answer. If they tell you that they're not looking for a committed relationship, or if they're telling you that they want some time, it's up to you to decide, is this really your person to where you're willing to give them space, or are you willing to cut ties with that person and move on to the per- move on to something else to someone who's willing to commit and not keep you at arm's length uh so that is my answer to that question and you could see can you see how it's like different depending on it just depends on the circumstances because i feel that so many people get 
they're, they just get dragged because in hopes that this person might someday commit to them and they jump through hoops for this person and they do everything for this person. And at the end of the day, they truly want a solid relationship, committed relationship, and the person's never going to give it to them. And I think that those are the conversations you have to have with yourself because your needs, again, your needs deserve to be met. Compromise, yes. But there, to me, there's not a compromise between wanting to be in a committed relationship and not wanting to be in a committed relationship with you. And maybe they do want, and here's, here's another reality check, maybe they do want a committed relationship, but it could not be, maybe it's not with you. Because that's a thing too. Women's, you know, I've heard stories like that where they want this person to commit to them and the person doesn't commit to them and then they break it off. They break off their situationship and then the next relationship that they're in, that they end up being in a committed relationship with that person. Yeah, it happens. And it's okay. It just means that that person was never going to be your person. Doesn't matter if they committed to someone else after you. They were never going to be your person. And I think the more confident you are with yourself and the more you are knowing what your worth is and the more you are knowing more of what you are, what you deserve, bless and release off you go. Doesn't matter if they're in a committed relationship after you or not, they were not going to be your person. No matter, you cannot force a square peg into a round hole. You can't, can't force something to happen that can't happen. So all right. That's all I got for you today. I'm so excited. I have a couple of new guests that I'm bringing your way. So make sure and stay tuned. Uh, but what do you think? Do you have any questions for me here at Dear Matchmaker? Do you know how to submit them? If you don't, here's what you need to do. You need to go to theheartagency.com. Up at the top, it says contact us. You can just scroll to the bottom of that page and there's a little uh, contact us little sheet there where you can uh, enter information. It's completely anonymous. I'll, I do not disclose your identity here on the show, but if you have a question that you want me to answer, I would love to answer it for you. So please make sure and go uh, and do that. Also, if you are listening on Spotify or on Apple, please make sure to rate and review this episode or just if you're on Spotify, all you have to do is just click the star and of course subscribe uh, because the more listeners that we have, the more that these platforms will deliver it to more people that are just like you. And if you are on Instagram or uh, Facebook, come and follow me at Cat Cantrell. I have a lot of fun over there. I have a lot of fun. So please make sure and come and check me out. Okay. All right. My friend, I hope this created some clarity for you today. Hopefully I answered some questions maybe that have been on your mind. Uh, at any rate, I believe in you. Love is out there for you, I promise you. And remember, true love is waiting for you and I will see you next time. All right, bye.